0: All right, Booker Cove. Um okay. Today today's staff is uh Zayan, a sixteen, so Tetzayan and we start at where do we start? Oh yes, top of Tetzaian, we're even a <laughs> line or two a line or two ahead in and Kivon. So the question is where does the dirt um, y- the dirt for the uh for the that says here uh, ye the karkaha the dirt that will be on the ground of the Mishkan. So um, that means that it doesn't have to actually dig it from there. So uh one opinion is you can bring the dirt in and pre lay it. Although it is interesting that you don't lay it on the tile, you lay it underneath the tile. Um, but then there's another opinion. That's uh what we see in this Bright is Isi ben Menachem I believe it is. Um but then there's another opinion that um where, where was he? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get to that, but I just wanted to remind us of the two opinions. Oh, that was Isi Ben Yehuda. Um, no, I'm sorry. That was. Um, um, oh, Where well, are I'm sorry. I was going yeah, that was Isa Ben Menachem, I was right. That was Isa Ben Menachem, first line of the da'af. And Isa Ben Yehuda says, nope, the Karkamishkan actually, you don't even have to lay it on the ground. The Karkamishkan somehow, we sort of bracket that, and what it's really coming to tell you is that it not only applies in the Mishkan, it even applies to, according to one version, Noven Givon. Rashi crossed that out, because it's a sotah, it sort of like a yachid type of a korban, but nevertheless, Tosa says, this is going to be the opinion that the yachid korban can be brought at Noven Givon, where there was no not the Aron and it was uh, and it was really had a status of a Bama and other people and you could bring on your individual Bama it was not the single central location um, so that's a question whether you did it there so that includes that and it includes Beit Olamim it includes the Beit HaMikdash now um, in that discussion that it includes Beit HaMikdash just to remind us what we said yesterday one interesting thing and one thing I'll add today one interesting thing is that the Gemara sort of said well like I mean, now out to Kav there you know if Tuma applies in the Mikdash normal Tuma Tuma Kala um, like a Tumas so may how much more so should Tumach Hamura they ish apply in the and that was a very uh, strange question because on the one hand it's not the same issue it's not keeping the Tuma away it's doing a ritual relating to the Tuma. but the other thing that's very interesting is that it puts the two of them in the same category it is true that the Torah uses the phrase you know um, 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 what is it Vinistarav um, he she's been defiled in mea, but we never have a halacha that it has the same um you know um, and it is true that the Torah understands an idea of tumah as like Sin and ritual, or a sin and like corruption, moral sinful defilement. You know, <laughs> right. But on the same time, that's never the same tuma. Some people want to say it's metaphoric tuma. Even if it's not metaphoric mm-hmm. it's not the same tuma as the tuma of touching uh, a dead body. Mm-hmm. If somebody is a sinner, they can still go into the base of But if somebody sinned with a rayot and need, you know, or whatever, they can still go into the base of miktash. So it is interesting. Um, the way that it's sort of putting them in the same category. And I want to just remind us, though, that this applies elsewhere. For example, the, the, some of the basic halacha we, de- learn, we, we have about how to deal with a safek in the case of tum'ah. You know, you doubtfully, did you touch this object, not touch this object, safek, tumah b'Reshut rabin Tahor, tumah b'Reshut yachid Tamei. It's all learned out from the Sota when she goes into private in Reshut yachid and she's assumed to be tme'ah. So we apply from a Sota to, to this other type of, you know, dead body type of tum'ah. Um, and the other interesting thing to remind us of is remember where it said where the sota would stand. It said she would stand in Sharniknor, in the place Sheh Ma'amidim Ba the Yoladot, where the Tzmeim would stand, right? So how much are we trying to conceptualize this also, right? That's another way of thinking about this. So like three ways of thinking about this ritual. One is like the Pshadim psukim, which is to clarify if she's, if she's innocent or guilty. The other is the emphasis of the Mishnah, which is we're presuming she She's guilty and it's to punish her and the third is maybe it's a purification ritual right she brings a korban she's tume'ah she does this w- weird thing of the Beit HaMikdash right so that's like another inter- again it's very interesting this, re- this whether we're bringing in the standard lens of tumah. so that's one thing that came up yesterday at the end that we sort of did very quickly at the end and the other thing I'll say and then we'll continue is why do we need a pasuk to include the Beit HaMikdash like isn't Beit HaMikdash always presumed to be included when the Torah says Mishka Mm-hmm. So Tozos has a whole discussion and he has an interesting answer. And he says, maybe the problem is it says, Bekarkaha Mishkan. And the Beit HaMikdash doesn't have karka. Well, the Beit has a floor. Yeah. So maybe I would have thought that that's why it wouldn't have been shot included. Anyway, that's what we have. A debate whether you can, um, you can um, uh, you have to pre-lay it or can you do it straight from just bring in the, the dirt and even take it straight out of a basket. But okay, we, but nobody says that you have to dig it. What's what yeah.
1: interesting is, so over here, like this, so like literally in a heichal so why, right. why does Mishkan like literally mean heichal or can it be you know like outside the yeah is? so
0: that's an interesting question I was wondering about too because you know oam Moed means the heichal why we're assuming when it says mishkan, it means you go into the heichal why can't you take it from the Azara yeah, yeah that I'm not sure and I don't think that the Gemara explains that okay so let's pick up five lines from the top on Tetzayim and Aleph so they raise the following question let's say you don't have dust and assuming given that we or dirt. Actually I should say dirt. Yeah. Given that we've said that it doesn't have to be that you dig from the ground, that most have to place it on the ground. So what about something other than dirt? What about ashes? Okay, now what's the difference? Why should ashes I mean why should that be okay? It says dirt. So Alibu <laughs> the no question. The Ami Lomatinu Afar. They say Afair is never called dirt. The ashes are never called dirt. Kidi the The question is according to Baitzil, the Ami Matsinu afer Shakari Afar that ashes are sometimes called dirt where is it called dirt? because it says you shall take from literally the dust or the, of the burning of the para. So, this Shammai so says, you see that ashes, Afar Sreifar Parah is still called Afar. That, I mean, obviously, I know Afar right? What okay. else would it be? They, so they're very similar words, okay, but nevertheless, he How says, you see right? that ashes are called, it's called dirt. Now, Beg Shammai says back, no, Afar sreifa karoi, Afar Stam Eno karoi. It's Afar sreifa is a way of saying, you know, the, the, the dust of burning is a way of saying ashes. But the word Afar by itself does not mean ashes. Now, how is this relevant? This is relevant for a halacha about, anybody know a halacha about, that you need dirt for? And can anybody think about a halacha you need dirt for? for
1: covering blood the blood. Hand.
0: Covering the blood. Ah, no, that's, yeah, but that's not a biblical halacha. Anyway, covering the blood. Okay, kisiyu adam. V'chisahu be'afar. So can you cover it with ashes? So Beit Shammai says, no. It says dirt, dust. And Beit Hillel says, yes. Because ashes are called Afar, Afar Sresat So according to Beit that by Kisri Hadam you can cover it with ashes, how about using d- ashes, which is now a type of an Afar for him, using that for the for sota. Okay, my, what do we say? Afar kaha Mishkan It still says kaha Mishkan, which means, uh, you could say it like... You should be, like, if you if somebody has to lay it on the Karkahamishkan, then you have to make it like Karkahamishkan. You don't have to dig it from the ground, but you have to make it like Karkahamishkan. The Russian just says, big Karkahamishkan means, again, even if you assume you can take it out of a basket, it has to be similar to Karkahamishkan. It has to be the type of the thing that could be of Karkahamishkan. So It has to be really dirt. Or do you say that? What oh, do, do you say, No, it teaches you either that, like Isi ben Yehuda says, that it, that it includes a base of Mikdash, and nov and givon, or what Isi ben Menachem says, that you have to lay it on the ground. But it doesn't have to actually be dirt. It doesn't have to be like the ground. And if, and if the word afar can sometimes include fair ashes, maybe here too it could include ashes. Okay, so that's the question. Let's take a look. Tashma, come in here. Dama Rebbe and Rebbe the wilderness says in the name of Rabbi Ishmael, for Shaloshem to come in three places Halacha okevet mikra. The the uh, the tradition um, undermines. that probably is a good translation of the okevet. Mo-kevet. Yes, we do. Halacha Mosh I mean, know. I again, it's always the question whether halacha means halacha moish But whatever it means, it means the tradition, the long-standing traditional interpretation of the pasuk of the halacha, the tradition of the halacha. Rashi says halacha undermines the verse, undermines the simple sense of the verse. Okay, haTorah amra. The Torah says the afar by the uh, coverings the, of the. Um, of of the uh, you know chisal uh, b'afar kisur hadam covering the blood the halacha the halacha is bechol you can cover it with anything now it doesn't literally mean anything you can't put like a book on it but it means anything similar to dirt in the way that Rashi says it can you could grow seeds in it any type of a thing that is uh, that you could you know grow seeds even if it's not dirt like apparently like you know ground up pottery or other types of things apparently is possible for growing seeds that would be included it's not limited to afar. Hattorah Amra, the Torah says, "Tatar." this is by the Mitzorah, right? It says, Ta'ar lo yavur arosho. b'chol davar. And V'halacha is that anyway the hair is taken out, remember it spoke about him combing his hair and pulling his hair and all those types of things, the prohibition is not limited to a razor. Um, I'll get back to that in a minute. Amr, the Torah says, Sefer, by a get." It's a cost of la safer creature. A book, a book you note know, a book looks like. Allah also you could write on anything. You could write it on oh, a it
1: here with the tar.
0: I said mitzora, I meant Nazir. Sure, yeah. I'm, I said mitzora, I, no, I, I meant Nazir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant Nazir. I'm jumping ahead because we're going to deal with mitzora. So, far is Kishir Adam. Tar is cutting the hair of a Nazir. Okay? That the Torah says don't cut it with a razor. And we say don't cut it with anything. And Sefer write a writ of divorce, a book, and we say you can write it on anything. You can write it on a leaf. You can write it on the, on, you know, the horn of an animal. You can write it on anything. You can write it on the arm of a slave. So, it's not the, it undermines, one, it undermines the simple sense of the verse so now the the one minute one minute a couple things Rashi first of all says, he doesn't like the year uh, Batar, because he says, this is not undermining the verse. This is actually expanding, being more mahmir than the verse. The Torah says, don't do it with a razor, and the Allah includes, adds to that, don't do it with anything. It doesn't undermine, it expands. So I says, well, maybe it undermines in the sense that if he did do it with another thing, we would give him lashes, and therefore, if he wasn't deserving of lashes, we would undermine the verse of not hitting an innocent person. So <laughs> it's a little, Okay, so we little, uh, you know, convoluted. But anyway, so Rashi prefers a different Girsa. Rashi says this is actually the incorrect Girsa, and he quotes a, um, a sifrei, I believe, where the Girsa is, uh, where the Gersa is by the, uh, <coughs> what do you call it, the awl um, the that's used for the slave. So if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, oh, in the Ushami exactly, five lines down in the middle-sized lines of Rashi, he says, U'bamiseches kidush in Yerushami matzati mishnezu, the bishmel, the ain't tar mean Tar is not mentioned. Um, Ella martzeia the awl that's used for piercing the ear of a slave. Vachitanya hashem. Hatorah must say for davar hatalush anything that is not connected to the ground. Hatorah am by the blood. Vhalacha bechol davar hamigadel tzmachim anything that could grow, you know, seeds. Hatorah am martseya the awl for the for the slave. Vhalacha amra afilu suv isira even some type of a thorn or you know any any type of a thing that will pierce. Okay. Vehuni rabbeinai maod Hachtar tos said he this aspect because the idea of tar is actually it's this, you're adding to the torah it, i mean the interpretation expands the Torah, doesn't undermine the Torah. Mm-hmm. So these three places where the simple sense of the verse is you wouldn't be Yotzeh if you use something other than dirt, if you use something other than, um, uh, other than a, what do you call it, an awl, if you use something other than a book for writing a get, and the halacha tells you you do. Now, Rashi asks a question before we go further, why does it say that the that the tradition is Okevit okay, undermined? What about like all Midrashay halacha? Exactly. So, <laughs> <What> <laughs> right, say? right. What about all Nidrashe halacha that uh, reinterpret the verse and sometimes narrow it. Sometimes they expand it. Sometimes they narrow it. You know, whatever they do, um, you know, so they, um, but it it changes what we would have thought. Um, So Rashi says, because here, Rabbi Ishmael, because in all the other places you have a drasha. So then it's not undermining. Then in some way you're saying it's embedded in the psukim. There's a way we interpret the psukim to come to expand it. But here, Rabbi Ishmael doesn't believe there's any drasha. Other Tanakhim have drashoten. That they learn this out from, that they say that this is actually embedded in the Pasuk to include Bechol Davar, etc. Really, Schmel says, no, I don't see that in the Psukim. I know it's true by tradition. But I don't see it in the psukim. So the tradition here for me is undermining the simple sense of the psukim. I'm not going to claim that it's a drusha embedded in the psukim, was yes. The first of
1: all, two things. Yeah. one, that's astounding. That was a really clear explanation. Thank not you. I think he had 32 middotes of, of the <laughs> <middotes>. He couldn't <laughs> find one. Yeah. The second thing is, um, uh, this itself is a type of hermeneutic
0: that okay that, that,
1: that right exactly that I don't
0: know if it's a hermeneutic it's a principle that we can be okay with it as a matter of law that the tradition prompts the uh, simple sense of the psukim a hermeneutic I is know, a means of interpretation I understand
1: but it's just oh, anyway I would if
0: you want to see Rashi say that Rashi says here two lines before the lines get wide the Rebbe Shmuel Lomash Mule cried to the Kosov Lod Marbina Minalarabos Kodavar Dari Shai Bixuva Migoresha V'Eina Miskoresha Pekasev Ked the drashot that are found in the Gemara to learn out these halachot that we just said about other things other than dust and other things other than a book. He doesn't have those drashot. The only way we know this is not based on anything we see embedded in the pasuk. It's pure tradition. The cry asmachta ba'amu and any attempt to link it to the pasuk is just an asmachta. Hilkach, Sharmidrashim, all other drashot that we do, that we sort of expand, you know, in the whole Torah it's not undermining it's in the pasuk Class. These three, he says, are not in the pasuk, and nevertheless, the traditional explanation is going to trump the simple sense of you the have pasuk. Yeah,
1: lived with that
0: disparity between the. Basically,
1: the basically. Why? What? Now, what is interesting is in
0: no, I, no. Now, what's interesting is there is generally a debate even amongst, like, you know, uh, uh, scholars today. But it actually is a debate that's already found in the we shown him. In general, I've said this before. In general, about midrash halacha, how much. Thank you with Midrash Halacha, did Chazal start with a tradition yeah. about what the Halacha is, and then they went back and said let's see where we can find that in the psukim Right? And that, or, did they start with, we don't know what the Halacha is. Let's use our hermeneutics and derive the Halacha. Now, obviously, sometimes it much more appears A, and sometimes it much more appears B. Mm-hmm. When there's evidence that they started with the practice, like, for example, in the Gemara says, how do we know Pikuach Nefesh is Doches or Shabbos?" It's clear they knew that Halacha, and then they were throwing out possible ways of learning it from the Psukim. Or, and especially when the drasha seems very, very forced. If the drasha seems very, very forced, like, really? You really got from that extra vav here, this whole thing? <laughs> so, okay, maybe you started with the tradition and you worked back. However, when it seems that maybe the drasha is not forced and it wasn't clear what the Halacha was, then you can really assume that they're starting with the Pasuk and working forward. So this actually is already debated in the Rishonim and it's debated by scholars and so on. So it is interesting that Rashi says here we started with the halacha. So, okay, but what I've just told you is you could start with the halacha and then work backwards. But maybe what Rabbi Shmuel is saying is, maybe sometimes I start with the tradition and after you tell me the tradition, I can go back and find a way that I can find it embedded in the pasuk. Now that I know that's the halacha, I'm going to go back and say, oh yes, now I see where, that's, where you can see that in the pasuk. But here he's saying, I'm not, I'm not prepared to say that even in the end. Even in the end, I'm not prepared to say I, I see it in the pasuk. And I'm just going to have to live with the fact that that's the halacha even though I don't see it in the Passover. So that's why you really can appreciate the tamikra, <laughs> right? And even when I know that, I'm not going to go back and say that that ultimately can be found through some way in the Passover. What's
1: also interesting is we have many Ahalachotma uh, Sinai. And not every time does someone go back and say... Yeah, but
0: most halakhon are independent of the psukim. Exactly. They're not, they're not, they don't relate to the parameters is, of a pasuk. So this is a sort
1: of a middle
0: Yeah, sort of exactly, of phenomenon. exactly. Because when you go to relate to the parameters of a pasuk, you don't usually talk halakhon exactly. You talk You talk drashot, you know, midrashim. Yeah. So, okay. So that's what we have. So the Mar says, the in Isa, if it's true that afar of the, uh, of the sota includes ashes... So, if that's true, so why didn't it also mention the ashes? Now, this is a very strange question for two reasons. Number one, we already said that according to Beit Shamai, the word Afar doesn't include Asher and maybe Rebbe Ishmael holds like Beit Shammai that's what Tosa says so why don't you say ah well you think that according to Beit Hillel maybe it'll include ashes by by you know maybe it should include it here as well right it should include ashes yes everybody know that? that's the yeah. question right so it's, 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 I don't understand so who says we're talking about Beit Hillel maybe this since Rebbe Ishmael anyway has written narrowly, as it's just been made evidence maybe he fundamentally doesn't say that Afar includes Afair even by uh, covering the blood so how can you? say, you should have added that by the case of what he called it about the sota. The other question is, is that, who says it would be okay with the mikra? If you're telling me the word Afar means there," then it's not okay with the mikra, then it's in the mikra. So it's a very strange question. Joseph really doesn't understand the question, okay? But nevertheless, that's the question. So it is like this. So it says, um, so... So list is not high. So if here's a place where Aether is included, why isn't that in Rabbi Ishmael's list? So if the commercial says, time of year. Oh, okay. The list is an abbreviated list. It doesn't include everything. Doesn't so the f- what? Yeah, well that's what it says. What do you mean it's an abbreviated list? It says three. <laughs> but okay, but it means that we said three, but the way you would say it like is we like said that. three. Right, but you know there are more than three. We just picked three. But there are other things that exist as well. Dot dot okay. dot, dot. Uh, dot, dot, dot. There are three. We're gonna give you three, but there are more things. So maybe AFER is included by Sota. Maybe other things are also. Now the Gemara says my um, here to high here. We, cannot, we don't believe that you would have a list and you would only leave off one thing. If you on list that you only leave off one thing put on the one thing and have a complete list so if you're going to tell me some things were left off of the list there must have been more than one so what else would have been left off the list what else might fall under the idea of halacha okevet at hamikra that would also be considered left off so the Gemara says Sheer Mitzorah. We left off Mitzorah to Where's Mitzorah? Let's take a look. Now, it's by the Mitzorah it says, when he begins his tara process, it says, he get, you shave him completely. It says, and it ends there. Period. Then it says, you wait seven days and then it repeats that you shave him. But when it repeats that you shave him on day seven, it elaborates what you're shaving. Okay? So day one, it just says, shave him without any elaboration. And day seven, here's what it says you the last close as generally so show that the his hair and his beard and his eyelashes proud eyebrows. eyebrows thank you eyebrows correct that's a narrow that's a specific you got lay out all his hair because of a So it goes and it's more general, right? General, narrow, specific and general. Right, general, specific and general. So we include not everything, but we don't say only the things that are specific, but anything similar to what is specific. What is that? The same way the prat is explicit, that is a place where hair gathers, right? It's not just random strands of hair. There's like a collection of hair. You, You know, your eyebrows, your hair, your beard. So um, and is visible any place that hair is gathered and visible. So what a, what what exists here other than what we've mentioned? Ma Rabbi, what's included that hasn't been mentioned? Rabbi Seir Haraglayim, the hair of the legs, which means the pubic hair. Okay, so that now it's near er because of, it doesn't mean near er when you're wearing clothes, but near er when you're standing naked. Okay, so that's a place where there's hair is gathered. So that would be included.
1: when you're naked. I don't
0: know. That's how it understands. You know, you can always decide you know, I mean, it's always up to you, why didn't it say Ma prat mi hair on the head, right. you know mm-hmm. so it's always up to Chazal to understand what are they seeing as the defining characteristics you know, we have to say similar to the specifics, it's up to Chazal to determine what are the significant characteristics that they're going to say you know, is the common denominator of these things, right, the under- so alright, well that's what we're going to exclude, okay, so it has it means visible, but visible when you're naked so it would include the pubic hair my me ape, what would it exclude my to base it would exclude the underarm hair, because if yeah, you're standing normally, you'd have to lift up your arms, right? So even if you're standing naked, it's not... the Of course, other places on the body where it's just individual strands of hair and not a whole collection of hair. Okay, so that's the... So, so basically, what you have here is is the... Pasuk, this is quite interesting. You See your arms, though,
1: right? Arms. No,
0: not on Yom Hashvi'i. On Yom Hashvi'i, you only shave the, 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 bunches, the, the of hair. bunches of hair, the head of the hair, the beard, the uh, eyebrows, and the pubic hair. The, the rest of the body, you don't shave. That would be the pshat pasuk. That's not the halacha. That's the pshat of the pasuk. Cloud protocol is the pshat of the pasuk. So the pshat of the pasuk is only those areas, and but comes along the halacha. Okay, the Hilchasah, uh, I'm sorry the Hilch said but the Halacha comes and teaches you Megaleach Kedalat you shave him like a gourd okay so you shave off all his hair so you do that on day one and you do that again on day seven even though the Peshad of the Pasuk would not have you shave him fully on day seven Halacha Okeret Et okay so he says ah here's another example of Halacha the Okeret Etamikra. so therefore
1: left off the list? it's not a Kasha. it's an answer
0: yeah. the question is why if ashes work for Sota, why isn't it on this list okay although for I don't know why that's considered to be okevet, but whatever it is, why isn't it on this list? Does ashes work for sota? And the answer is, it's an incomplete list. How is it incomplete? What else is left off? This is left off. Here's a place where the halacha undermines, because the halacha would only be the places of bunches of hair, and the halacha is all of the hair. Yeah, so so, why
1: does it be not I don't know.
0: So the Gemara says, okay, that's a mitzora. That's a If You come to cut off the hair of the mitzora, mavir taro k'obisaro. All is there. That's on day one. The Ketani and it says at the end, You do a second shaving. Like the first one, meaning, and also, you know, as a cucumber. Bald as a cucumber. Okay? So, the same thing, right? It's a gourd or whatever. Okay, so, um, so you see, so that's another thing that was left off. So, now we can say that's why ashes was left off. Because other things are left off as well. So, the Moistah says, no, 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 that's not... Exclu- that's not a leaving off of the list, that doesn't belong on the list in the first place. We're talking about when the halacha overrides the simple sense of the verse. Ha Bananhi This, I think what this means, I'm curious what Archko says, doesn't explain, but I think what this means is it's not undermining the shot of the pasuk. it's undermining the Drash of the pasuk. So it's not the same thing of Hokevet Et Ha Mikra, it's Hokevet Et Ha Drash of the Mikra, right? the Mikra says... Kol so it's, that it's not clear in the Pasuk, it doesn't mean all of the hair. The drash tells you it only means the bunches of hair. So that, what does the article say? So is that basically what they say? Okay fine. It
1: undermines the rabbinic Yeah fine,
0: it's, but it is funny that it calls it midra mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, okay one minute. So therefore it's not okay with the Mikra, it's okay with the drash of the Mikra. No, no, no. Here's another reason why this doesn't belong on the list. Because we talk about when the halacha comes and we said undermines, so if you were to follow the new halacha, you wouldn't have been yotze the way the pasuk described it. Right, if you write a get on a, on a leaf, you're not Yosei writing it on a sefer. You, you wouldn't be Yotse, would the simple sense of the pasuk. If you cover dust with, uh, if you cover the blood with, you know, uh, uh, cool. ground up shots, no, that won't work, ground up pottery, you're not, you wouldn't be Yosei would the simple sense of the pasuk of dust. But uh-huh. here, if you shave the entire guy, you're also fulfilling the pasuk. You're just doing more. Okay? This isn't, we're talking about Ocherus, Ocherus, undermines. Ha, o-kerin anyway, Ha, ha- Ocherus, this is, un, this is going around, but it's actually adding It's not undermined. Okay? Now... Um, that's answer number two. Why it's not on the list? Here's answer number three. Why it's not on the list? Amar needs some money, One minute. This breita uh, about three things that are okeret—that's a Rebbe Ishmael position. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and that he does a kolu prat. So and according to Rabbi Ishmael, the simple sense of the pasuk, you're right. Would be the, the sense would be limited to the uh, bunches of hair and the pubic hair, etc., and would not be the whole body. And you know what? That actually is what Rabbi would say would be the halacha of the Mitzvah That on day seven you would only do the bunches of hair. Mm-hmm. So what's the teaching that you do the whole body? That's not Rabbi Shmuel. That's Rabbi Akiva. So, lot Mani, who's the opinion that says you shave him like a cucumber? That's Rabbi Akiva. He, that's Rabbi Akiva. The Darish, he does the Ribu You might remember this. We had some fun like this in Nazir. Mm-hmm. The basic difference is the following. Kual Prada Kuala says that when you have Um, general, specific and general um, the halacha is anything similar to the specific okay, riboy, miyot and riboy says no, once you have the general and the specific um, if you just were to stop there, it would already be anything similar to the specific, so when you then add the third thing, the riboy, miyot the riboy, now you basically include everything under the sun with the exception of the things that are the most different, that are completely unrelated, that are the absolute opposite of what is being described. Okay. Right, okay. So the the one that says a cucumber, that's ready Akiva. the darish Reba meal, the tiny, son of <laughs> I, I, we have to move the place. This is what's way too disruptive today. All the hair, that's uh, including. That is limiting. That's once again including. Okay? Inclusive, limiting and inclusive or expanding. So, my riba, everything is included. My riba, riba, the chulei all the body. So, meaning, once you have a riba, you meet a riba, you're basically including everything under the sun. The only thing you exclude is something that is most different. My me, what are you excluding? Mi tz'ar ah, shevetocha chotam. The one thing you don't have to do is the nose hair. Okay, I bet you weren't even thinking about that. I was like no. to say, what can you exclude? If you do the whole body, what are you not doing? You're not doing the nose hair. Maybe the ear hair also. Okay, so basically, it's saying, you said Rabbi Schmel should have included this as an example where the halacha is okevet this isn't an ex- ex- issue of halacha okevet Rabbi Shema would say you only do the punches of hair mm-hmm. and the position that says you do him like a cucumber isn't because of a halacha it's because of a Rabbi Akiva position of reading the pasuk in a different way that would basically say ribu imitva you do everything except the nose hair so it's basically just two different of the pasuk it's not a case of halacha okes so have three reasons why shaving him like a cucumber is included one is it only undermines the drash not the simple sense of the pasuk one is because it adds to the Pasuk, it doesn't undermine the pasuk, and the third is because actually it's not a halacha against the drash; it's a Rabbi Shmuel drash against a Rabbi Akiva drash. So there are three ways why this isn't not isn't excluded. So we're sort of back to our first question, which is well, why isn't ashes on the list? If you could use ashes for a sota, isn't that an example of okevet? Although as Tosa said. Not really, Okevet, because, like, maybe if Afar means afer, you know, that's what I'm saying, you know, but maybe that's not a case of Okevet. But anyway, so it's not so clear. We don't have a good explanation why it's on the list. We don't really, we haven't really resolved our question about the ashes. So let's see what the Gemara says. So, my Allah, what was the Upshot? Um, tashma, coming here. Gamarav huna barashi, Ainsham afar. If there's no dirt, maybe rakzuvit yerek. You can bring the sort of uh, the the uh, the rotting of the, uh, the you know the uh, what's it called the dust, I guess you know of, of a vegetable, the vegetable, the decomposed veg- a de- a decomposed vegetable. Now, yeah, I guess. Now umekadesh, and you can use that to sanctify the water. Now, is that the same as ashes? I mean, that is somewhat similar to ground, at least. It's something that grew from the ground, and it's, uh, it's not exactly the same as ashes that underwent a whole different change of process. Anyway, so that's what the Gemara says. Velohi actually, that's not a good comparison. afar. That could be considered dirt. Any fair ash is not. It doesn't exactly explain what the difference is, but, you know, again, ashes are burnt and so on. This is actually just naturally decomposed, and it's something that grew from the ground. So at the end of the day, we do expect expand dirt, dirt to some degree but it's a question whether we would expand it all the way to include even ashes. Yes.
1: Yeah. The, the reason why I, I got confused a minute ago because that's the Lakasha and was already there is because Kisui Adam is the first one on the list. Yeah. So the minute they establish that for Kisui Adam, Apia can, can serve as a Right. R, right. Why isn't the Gemara simply saying once you've got a... Simul, uh, like something is synonymous between right. those two terms. Well, but that
0: was the worst question. Can we learn out from Kisuy Adam to apply it to Sota? That was essentially but, but, the question.
1: But it's interesting that they, in, I understand that they framed the question that way. You mean
0: why did they give an answer that Kisuy Adam is meant to include the Sota
1: case? They framed it from Kisuy Adam to Sota. Yeah. But, the, but, but you could frame it like once the word has
0: that meaning, then the word can be... Applied. That's exactly what the Gemara says. In one area of Halacha, we know the word means this. But th- that, the Gemara, actually, that's exactly the Gemara's question. Should we say it always means it? Maybe it would. But here, since the Torah emphasizes bikar kahamishkan, maybe it's, Stam Afar maybe includes afer for Beit But when it's called Afar bikar kahamishkan, maybe it has to be more like dirt. Okay? Maybe this context shows you, maybe under a normal situation, Afar would include afer, But this particularly associates it with kar That was exactly the Gemara's question. Yeah? But there's something specific about this context. Yeah. Why? Why afer is not on the list? Afer for sota, the so Afar that's associated with karka. Would that be expanded to include afer? That's the question. And in the end, the gemara says maybe not. Maybe even if we expand it a little bit, like the decomposed vegetables, we wouldn't expand it for this. Yes.
1: Uh, Ravuna Bar would be the last generation of Amoraim.
0: Uh, okay, I'll take your word for that. I, I'm, I'm Ravashi was <laughs> Oh, okay. If it's the Ravashi. same Ravashi. 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 Ravashi, right, right, Ravashi. Ravashi Ravashi. right, right,
1: right, right, and then. The next line sort of contradicts them, so that might have been a
0: well. Clearly, the stam is assumed to come after the name Damaraiyim. Yeah, I mean it's true. Rashi often assumes like the stam is Ravine and Ravashi. So that's a good point. But you know the, pro- not the not obvious problem here. on that is that there are later right positions than Ravine and Ravashi. Yeah, so this is another good. evidence of this. Certainly, just today, it's like taken for granted that the stam. I mean, maybe not all stam everywhere, but you know, um, the stam is mostly po- you know later than the name Damarayan. Okay. So you put the dirt in and then it appears on the water. Okay. So it doesn't like just sink to the bottom, or guess, or maybe. It's exactly <laughs> question whether that means that it floats to the top, you know, or does it like muddy the water? It sounds like from the earlier Razi that it means al not bamayim, that like it's somehow some of the dirt like is floating on the top. so um, um, Three things have to be seen. Alfar, um, sota, the the dirt of a soda when it's put in the water, the eser the ashes of the paraduma when that's put in the water, the roch yivama, and the spit of yivama, it says, the right, he spits in his presence, So to the eyes of the zikenim, which means they have to be able to see the spit. Um, okay, Mishum in the name of the said, Aftam Tzipor, even the blood of the bird, for the uh, whole Tara process of the mitzora which says that you slaughter one of the birds and the blood goes into the water, it has to be visible. So we'll see what all all this means. My time at Rebbe Yishmael, with Rabbi Shmuel. What's the reason of Rabbi Shmuel? To see it says the tavalosam bedam had sipor hashkuta uva mayim I think is the pasuk. Right? He shall dip them the eight uh, tzaras and the izov and the shnitolat in the blood of the slaughtered uh, of the slaughtered uh, uh, bird and in the water. Okay. V'tanya bedam in the blood. Yochel bedam below b'mayim. Maybe you only dip it in the blood. Tamar. By it's Mayim. Um, it says, "What's the pasuk?" The actual pasuk is. Yeah, let's read the pasuk. The um,
1: Well,
0: no, hold
1: on, one minute. Here.
0: um so it's al ma'im chayim, and then it says the tavalot tam ve'ait ha'tzipur ha'chayah b'dam ha'tzipur ha'shchuta al ha'ma'im ha'chayim. Okay, so it says in the blood on the water. Okay, so tamiklamar in the living water, lo- water. al ma'im. If you dip it in the water, not just the blood, so it, says, it says, it's not just the blood, it says water. Just do it in the water. No, dip it in the blood. So what are you dipping it in? The water or in the blood? You bring water that is not so much. What is that even after you shuck the bird is the blood will still be visible. I'll discuss in a minute what visible means. I mean a little blood, you'll start, the water will turn red. But we'll see that the blood is still visible. The comma and how much water would not overwhelm the blood reveals so therefore it has to basically appear like blood so yes it's the blood and the water mixed together it's not just the blood but it's not it's, it's a limited amount of water so that the blood is still visible now Tosos discusses you know why only a eat. I mean I mean why do you need, why, I mean even a drop of blood will uh, be change the appearance of the water so Tosos says yes but here the point is not that the water is I mean the language is I think near ebahem not nikarbahem right no it is actually it's Nikar. It is Nikar. It's not near F. But anyway, Batosa says the position is not that you can un- know that blood was there. It has to be that it basically is still considered the blood. Like, it's, is it watered down blood? Or is it blood? With, is it water with a little bit of blood? And is that right? I mean, how do we relate to it? To relate to it as like blood that's had, that's had a little bit of water mixed to it, but basically, and I say what I've got here is I've got blood. All right, water down blood, but I've got blood. I've got the mammosus of blood. Or do we say no? I've got water that has been impurified that has had some blood added to it. Okay, that you know that has been, so is it basically water with the uh, presence of blood, or is it blood with the presence of water? is a way of saying it. So the way he says, is you need the mamushas of blood. So you need, water's got to be there, but it can't be so much. It has to still basically be able to say the tavalotam bidam hatzipur, that you're still dipping it into the blood, and therefore the amount of water has to be limited. So when Rabbi Ishmael says here that the dam has to be nikar, he means more than just nikar is like you can sense that there's blood present. He means it really has to be like the mamashas of blood. That's how Tosus understands it. Yes, Jenna? Just, so the rabbi how much
1: blood
0: you know how much water? Water only three ounces of water. It can't. It has to be a limited amount of water because if it's too much water, right? It'll then it'll it'll, it'll uh, right it'll um, not diffuse. Is like anyway? Yeah. It'll, it, it you know it, it'll it'll diffuse the blood too much okay? So that's his position. It has to be Nikar, but again, Tosus says Nikar means not just that you can sense that there's blood presence, but it has to really be like some amuscious of blood. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a similar, uh, the point, that it can't be like, it's, it's, yeah, yes, I mean, it's similar to digital issues. To what degree is the thing not there and it's only, and it's only, its, its appearance is left or its taste is left or something, or to what degree is fundamentally the original thing still there? And that's exactly what Tosso is saying. It has to be a limited amount of water, only three ounces, so you could say the blood is still present. Okay, that's Rabbi Shmel's position. Rabbanan, the rabbis who did not have this on their list, presumably they do not require such a limited amount of water. Hahu that's no the absence of blood and water is not to tell you the blood has to be physically present like you know so much that it's like still there but it's to tell you for the just simple sense of the Pasuk that you have to mix the blood and the water together zip it in a mixture of blood and water so it doesn't have to say it it doesn't have to be badan I mean you understand by the way Rabbi Shmel is a good read of the Pasuk it says it seems like fundamentally you're still treating as blood, not as a mixture, okay? But the Chalim says, no, you know, it doesn't have to be that much That much blood, or it doesn't have to be that little water. Dam and Mayim just means a mixture. If all it was saying was a mixture, just say in Zem. lini'kar. the reason it starts, by, it identifies them separately, and starts with saying dam is that the dam has to be very present. The the rabbis would say, <laughs> in them. I wouldn't have said them meant them the mixture. I would have said first dip in blood and then dip in water. Maybe it would mean them singly, not combined. <laughs> the Arvan, to tell you that they have to be mixed together. I don't know. If you ask me, Bidam and ma'im more means separate than together. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, no, you know from another pasuk they're already mixed. How do you know from another pasuk they're mixed? So there's a so you shech the tzippor on a vessel on, over water so if you're sheching it over water of course you're mixing it so this is a great and the rabbis will say no I got a way you can check the bird over water and it won't get mixed how are you going to do it? If it was just that, how do mean? I would say, "Lishchetay samuch lemana, the bird near the vessel." It means the Vardin and sort of grab onto, put pressure on the, uh, you know, on the uh, um, arteries. And hold it down and keep the blood from squirting out, and then and then have it released by another vessel. No, no. <laughs> so just because it says shaft it over another vessel does not mean you must mix them. Okay? it
1: means that your your instinct is to think it means to do that. No, it's not saying that that's at your instinct. It's
0: just <laughs> saying certain that nothing No, that. no. It is not saying I would have said that was, was c- required. But it was saying if it was just for the Pusuk, I wouldn't have been able to rule out the following scenario. Oh, look, technically I did what the Pusuk said. I shafted it over the vessel with the water and then I just released it in another vessel. Okay, so you wouldn't have been able to rule that out. We're not saying that's a shot of the Pusuk, but you wouldn't have been able to rule it out. So you needed a Pusuk to tell you to mix Fine. it. From okay, Kamash Malone. Okay. Okay. No one over eight years
1: old would read the Pusuk down. Fine. <laughs> alright
0: anyway anyway so that's why he says that by the blood but the rabbis disagree and again the way Tosis explains that the question is a little bit of blood obviously will go a long way to color the water but we need there to be according to Rabbi Ishmael so much that it really feels like the mamushas of the blood is there so it tends to be a little bit of a troublemaker about like, trying to like add. so let's see what he says let's say he's got a big bird okay and it's so much that, uh, that it will completely overwhelm the water so it won't you won't be able to, like it won't get a sense that there's any water present okay because it still has to be blood plus water let's say it's so much blood that there won't even be a sense that there's any water there or k'tana, let's say it's a very small bird so, and it's overwhelmed by the water how can you always say a revius ma, so mahu? what's the halacha so those are the question really isn't like he's asking what's the halacha he's really challenging the position how can you always say revius who, told, like, who decrees that it's always obvious? If it's a bigger bird, you'll need more water. If it's a smaller bird, you'll need less okay. water. On the way, so Reb said back to him, Haven't I told you, don't make trouble. That's the, a loose translation. Haven't I told you, like, don't try to find a way to sort of like, you know, outdo, the, like, uh, you know, uh, challenge the halacha in this what? way. Outsmart the halacha. The tzippor dror, we're talking, shiruch the rabbis, when they said a revius, we're talking about a particular type of bird, a tzippor dror, which is, I don't know how they translate that, sparrow. a sparrow, And when you're dealing with sparrows, you don't have really big sparrows. You don't have any sparrow big enough that it'll be a problem with a revius of water. You don't have any really small sparrows that the water will overwhelm. Within the range of sparrows, a revius does just fine. Okay? So don't be such a wise guy. We're dealing with sparrows, and a revius is a good shear for the whole range of sparrows. Okay. Now, so that was that. Now we get back to this issue about, let's get back to the. Sota. And you put the ashes of the sota in the water and the ashes have to appear on the water. Okay? So now we're going to discuss exactly something of the sequence. Let's take a look. afarlamayim um, Pasul. If you put the ashes, the, the dirt, excuse me, not the ashes, the dirt, of the, and then the water, first you did the dirt and then the water, it's invalid. Because it says that you shall put the, you shall take from the dirt, put it into the water. So the water has to be in the vessel first. Okay? Uh, Rabbi Shimon Machshir. Rabbi Shimon says, no, even if you reverse the order it's okay. My time is Rabbi Shimon. What's the reasoning? The verse says, because it says by the para aduma, here again we're going to compare para adumah to the afar we did it on the Amaral and here it's also the idea right the ashes have to appear on the water the dirt has to appear on the water so what does it say by the Parajuma it says we shall take for the inferior person from the burning from the, bur- the dust of the burning of the Khatat. so use the word Afar when it's referring here to afar. So the Amar Rebbe Shimon said is the thing by the Parajuma dirt the low who with ashes so why did it say Afar when it we should be saying a fair, so, so it changes from the mean simple meaning. Ladune menu, they were We should learn from it a way of connecting it. Nemar kan afar. It says by paraduma afar. V'neber laalan afar. It says by the sota afar. Mal alan afar gabimayim. The same way by the sota, it's dirt has to be on the. Top, it has to be seen on the water because it says El Hamayim Rashi says but it doesn't say Vinasan Bamayim by the sotas it says Vinasan El Hamayim so somewhere that's understood that the dirt is seen on the top of the water so that's what we know by the sota. Afkan afra gavimaim. Here too, by the paraduma, when you put the ashes in the water, the ashes have to be seen on the top of the water. So that's what we learn out. That's where sota teaches you something about paraduma. And then we also do it in the reverse. Uman Khan, and what do we know by the ashes of the paraduma? Hikdim afra l'maim kasher. That if you put the ashes in first, it's kasher. We're going to know in a say a minute where we know that from. Afra lani hikdim afra kasher. So even by the sota, if you put the dirt in first, it's kasher. So for Rebbe Shimon, we link the two. On the one hand, we learn out that by the paraduma, the ashes have to be visible. But on the other hand, we learn out in the other direction that you can reverse the order that the dirt can go first. So now, how do we know that by the paraduma? So the Gemara says, Where do you know that by the paraduma? Okay. There are two verses. It says, Venasan alav. um uh What's the Pasuk? Hold on. Uh, um... Where's the Vasik? What's the vasek Okay, actually, right. so actually, you put the water on the ashes. It says Allah Mayim Chayim El Kelly. Right, that's the ashes. You take from the burning of the of the of the of the of the, of the, of the paraduma. then Asan Alav, you put on the ashes. Mayim Chaim El Kelly. Okay, so that sounds like the ashes are first. Okay, so there it says Ksiv Allah, Alma Eifer The ashes are first. The exact opposite of the Sota. To Ksiv Mayim Chayim El Kelly. But it also says living water to the vessel. Alamberasha. Now how do you get that? Like the simple sense of the verse is the nasana alov put on the ashes, Mayimchayim, living water, El Kelly. They should be poured into the vessel. But the drash is no, Mayyim Chaim El Kelly. The water starts in the vessel. The Mayim Chaim is in the Kli, and the ashes go on it. So one thing says the, ash, the water is put on the ashes, and the other says the water starts, it's the first thing that starts in the vessel. So Alma Mayim Horatia, Hakeitsat, how do you reconcile it? Lots of Zenos saying, lots of Zenos saying, so you can do it either way okay so by the Paraduma we learn from al- from Alav and el- Kelly it can be either way so by the sota, presumably by the sota, we don't say it's completely equivalent with you're supposed to put the, the dirt in the water that's a simple sense of the Pasuk right you know what is it uh, uh, you put it in the water the water is there first but we learn from Paraduma that if you reverse it it's also good okay so, Rasenzenos and Rasenzenos and Rabbanan and the rabbis, not only do they disagree by Sota that, but they also um, disagree by the para aduma. El Kelly is not to tell you that, da- th- that is dafka this is interesting, talk about halacha o and ha-mikra they actually say, no, That in both of them it's the same the water has to be first the water has to be first by sota and the water has to be first by para aduma, even though the simple sense of the puzzle is fanasan alav mayim chayim no, we're saying mayim chayim el Kelly. the water has to start first in the vessel, that's required Alav. So, what does it mean? Alav. La It means after you add the ashes, you stir it up. So the mayim chaim starts el keli you put the ashes in and then when asana alav is then you turn the water over on top of it and fold you mix it up you together. fold it together ze'ema alav davka el keli you send the Kelly? might not say the opposite right. alav is Dafka, the ashes start and el Kelly means that what is el Kelly telling you not it starts in the vessel but they have to draw the water straight with the vessel you're going to use you don't draw it with another vessel you draw it with the vessel that you're using Mama, no so the mother says no we don't don't say that. We always find that the relevant material, the potent material, if you would, the makshir, the, the thing that's making it good, goes on top. The so water is just the uh, solution, right? It's the thing you add to the solution, you know, that is the thing that goes on top. Avkan makshir lamala. So, where else do we find this? Well, sota. The simple sense of the sota is you start with the water. Okay? So therefore, here too, and there actually has also the blood of the bird. Remember the blood of the bird that you shakted into the water? So by sota and by the bird, you always start with the water and you add the dirt. So the, the dirt top, the
1: so, here is really the second thing that goes in. Yeah, but the it's the mouth.
0: potent thing. It's the non-water. Right. It's the thing being added to the water that's, that's special. That's special. So you always start with the water and you add this. So for the rabbis, it's not the simple sense of the Pasuk 5 paraduma but in both cases you start with the water and you add the thing second and that's ma'ake and according to uh, Rabbi Shimon you can actually go in either way either direction in both cases ok <laughs>